All right, welcome to another Crossroads podcast with the Lucky Valentines. How's it going, Hi. guys? Good, how are you guys doing? Good, I'm out here uh, just outside Helena. You guys are out in Fort Benton, Montana? Right. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. Birthplace of Montana. Yeah. It's the <laughs> What's oldest, that? It's birthplace? the birthplace of Montana, yeah. Is it really? Yeah, yeah, this is as far up the river as the steamboats could come. So it's like the beginning of the bootlegger trail where, like, you know, illegal whiskey and such would come. Go all the way like, up to Eddie. Yeah, I know. <laughs> we have the bloodiest walk in the West, apparently. Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Yeah. The whiskey trade, that's actually how Fort Benton got its name. Uh, Tom, Senator Thomas Hart Benton from Missouri. Uh, so what happened was uh, they were selling whiskey out of the fort. They weren't supposed to be, but they were selling whiskey out of the fort mm -hmm. and they got caught. And Thomas Hart Benton from Missouri got involved and like pulled some strings to get people off. So they weren't, they, they didn't get in trouble in this. So they named the town after him. Oh, right on. <laughs> Politics at its finest. <laughs> yeah, yeah, true that. Yeah. Hey, that's yeah. rad. Yeah, I, have, uh, I haven't been out to Fort Benton too much. I'm originally from Great Falls. So no, I've been out there a little bit. Oh, nice. Huh. Yeah, born yeah, Great Falls is rad. Montana's a beautiful place. Yes, for sure. And there's no place like home. So you guys play music out in Fort Benton a lot? Yeah, we play more. Like, we've been playing around Montana for the last, I guess, 12 years that we've been together. Yeah. Um, but we play... You guys, like, music is beautiful, by the way. Thank you. Well, thank you. Yeah, I definitely... I'm gonna. I'm starting trying to be better about building playlists and stuff. So I'm like, wow. If my wife hasn't heard you yet, I haven't showed her. But I'm like, okay, she's definitely gonna be playing this all the time. Oh, thank well, you. That's 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 thank you. That's high praise. Yeah. We're we're happy. Anybody's happy to hear us, I guess. So. Yeah, um, it's such a nice like. I mean, do you guys categorize categorize yourself as like folk or anything? like that well when we had to start like putting ourselves in a genre we chose americana just because it's so overreaching mm -hmm. but we've kind of moved more towards calling it folk because americana often is more like the sort of bluegrass and country um style and i'd say we definitely are more like folk singer songwriter yeah. but i also like to think that we're not um firmly in a category <laughs> but that might just be my own yeah um, desire that we're that's music yeah. i i know how you feel like yeah just create the I don't know, they, feel. yeah 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 and there's so many different influences that we love they like it kind of bums me out if someone says like oh yeah you guys are a country band like i'm like no i mean we're definitely definitely country people and we're influenced mm -hmm. by you know that that was one of our huge influences both of us growing up but we're there's just so much other music too that has definitely played a role in our life and in our uh the sounds we love yeah the older I get, though, the, the less afraid I kind of am, I guess, of, of like, playing with a genre name or whatever, like, mm -hmm. or, or like the less afraid I am of being categorized. Sure. I, feel, I definitely feel like this music is very at home under, under the, the label of, like, folk music specifically, because, like, folk music does sort of... There are so many other musics are derivative of that, I guess. Right. 
you know, uh, that folk has its fingers into country music and, you know, blues, blues music and, and that, that whole thing, like in, in sort of a, in sort of a like chicken and egg kind of way where it's like, it gets pretty tangled up when you try and ascertain which one was the original kind of thing, you know? And, um, I, I love that about folk music. I love that it's just, it's literally music of the people, you know what I mean? From whatever region you might be discussing. Like there's folk music from Scotland. There's folk music from France. There's folk music from, you know, <laughs> from, from Manitoba. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. I mean, in Montana, you guys definitely have that Montana vibe and that sound that's like super chill. I'm going to have to check out more of it now that i've just you know started to listen i can mm. like go down the, your guys's rabbit hole and just like dig deep because <laughs> it's I, definitely some music that i can turn on and you know if i'm like working away at the computer as well and it just makes such great music it's some of my favorite types of music actually and so were you guys saying you mainly play around montana so we we actually were we were working on starting to get outside the state. Nice, uh, yeah. Jamie, Jamie had worked really, really hard across the backside of 2019 in the last quarter, getting a tour booked on the West Coast. Nice. Where we, we had um, a good handful of shows on the West Coast booked in the spring of 2020. And right, right, right about the time COVID hit. Of course. Um, all of that got, got kind of shut down and so it was a big bummer so we we we've sort of um and 2021 has been kind of waiting to see what's going to happen with things opening back up and what kind of model things are going to be built on Mm -hmm. and so um i think um i think we'll probably chase that again but the last two years have been pretty pretty montana based Mm -hmm. and 2021 was it was pretty um not not as many shows as 20 even 2020 was but we have played um in salt lake city a couple times and then in austin texas and just a couple weeks ago three weeks ago yeah sean got to go visit new york city and play the gig there oh nice yeah so there's i've never been to new york how was it uh i was spent most of my time in brooklyn um and Uh brooklyn is fantastic fantastic place is absolutely beautiful i never thought in a million years that i could love a big city that way but i really i really fell in love with new york while i was there it's a it's a really really um magical place i can't wait to see where your guys's music takes you because i definitely uh can see it taking you places thank you thank you we're excited i mean hopefully so i think i hope that we do sound like montana because if we could bring the sound of montana like if we could bring people to us musically, you know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. like oh yeah, that would be. I think that's that's a goal. Mm. Um, but we love being home here too. We love we love traveling, but it's always good coming home to this place. So. Yeah, for sure. Well, you guys are a couple, right? Right. Yes. Yeah. So yeah, yeah so... we actually <laughs> we were married on Valentine's Day. Oh really? Yeah. Nice. We, we Is that married where it, the name? kind of spawn from yeah. so we when we really decided that we were going to go for it uh, musically we messed with a couple other names like tried tried a couple different things out our, and our first show we actually played at the student union building in uh 
in Bozeman at, at the, at the university there. And nice. uh, we played, we built ourselves as sun to the South. That was the, that was the name we played under. Um, sun to the South. Sun yeah. To the South, which we, I was thinking about winter time, you know what I mean? How the sun, right. you live in the Northern hemisphere, the sun moves further South and days get shorter. And so I thought That's that was, name. I thought it was an okay name, but, but then it kind of just didn't roll off the tongue very well. And I was like, you know, we were married on Valentine's Day. It's kind of a memorable name. But then after we co- started calling ourselves that, it turns out there's an Irish rock band named Lucky Valentine's in New York. And there's, oh, a, rap- right. <laughs> and there's a rapper named Lucky Valentine. So, Oh, really? Uh, yeah. yeah. I know. <laughs> it's so hard to be original sometimes and be like, oh, it's not already out there somewhere, somehow. Yeah. yeah. But... Um, like you say, I think that if you your fans find you, regardless. Right. What more can you ask? Yeah, for sure. So, was well, that your plans for 2022 then, is to start to shoot for um, setting up another tour in the next Yeah, year? we got a really great opportunity to play on this awesome show, uh, 11th and Grant with Eric Funk. And so we actually filmed nice. that. In, yeah, we... we uh, we got to do the filming for that in July, which was just the most fun. They're the coolest people with this crew of probably 23 or 24 people. And every single one of them just bent over backwards to make us feel welcomed and um, cared Con- for. Yeah. Consummate professionals. Yeah. So our nice. show airs in May, um, which we're pretty excited about. So what is plan- it? So it's a... It's on Montana PBS and it's mm-hmm. um, actually won Emmys in the same category as um, uh, Austin City Limits. Like they, they film a live performance of different groups, different people, um, super high quality recordings, and then do oh, interviews wow. interspersed in that. Yeah, it's really cool. Like just um, really beautiful lighting and stuff. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, like I said, they've, they've actually won um won awards for that in the same category as Austin City Limits is at. And it's it actually airs right before Austin City Limits. So it's it's a music lovers show. When is that? So when does it air? So our show airs in May of okay. 2020. Yeah. So the plan is to kind of have um hopefully there are some stations that that air the show that are out of Montana and we'd like to kind of find those places and um and book a tour sort of with that in mind, just sort of like places that maybe people will have seen the show. Oh, mm-hmm. for sure. Yeah. And also just hopefully that will be like a next step kind of thing for us too, in terms of visibility in Montana at right. a different, uh, different booking echelon, I guess you'd say. Yeah. It sounds cool. I mean, yeah. the internet, you know, everybody has access to the internet, but those types yeah. of things that come around, that's, um, it's a little more rare, you know? Yeah, it's a lot more rare. <laughs> yeah, and it's cool because their whole premise is um, uh, showcasing Montana musicians. So they're all about like up and coming. So I don't know if you know Lainey Lou and the Bird Dogs or like Paige and the People's Band. Those are some of the people that have been on there. Um, the I will Dusty check Pop. them out. Yeah, yeah, they're they're great. And so it it feels like a whatever it becomes we've we've sort of learned not to set our hopes on one single thing i was like this is the thing that right change it all like we've kind of done that a few times and not necessarily been disappointed just been like hmm well it was just another just gig another and thing, just yeah. another right. 
which which isn't I, I i think that that's i don't think that's about the quality of the opportunities no. i think it's about the the, the well yeah the understanding of the reality of the opportunities which yeah. is which is that like these uh, these these uh these jobs being a musician right being a musician and playing shows at venues like, it's a job it's a it's a profession and the people who carry it out and succeed behave professionally and do it as professionals you know and and so like learning how to engage with those things that way is has been a really valuable lesson you know yeah and just yeah not being too starry-eyed about it i think yeah because we've we've definitely been starry-eyed i'm super oh, starry-eyed. for sure i think it's you, you always got to have that twinkle in your eye yeah. you know <laughs> exactly uh, and um yeah but at the same time like you say keeping that reality of how it is kind of as um you know like you say it's kind of that folk way too where it's like yo kind of a um a grassroots do it yourself as an independent artist if you're not working with a major company or industry that's doing it for you you have to book the shows yourself and make the contacts and you guys record yourself i've seen you have a home studio or something yeah yeah we're, we're actually in it right now yeah. it's our attic. nice um so yeah the home first studios album, i love them it's yeah always... it's it's been really cool the first album the first professional album we put out lion in the garden um we did record that at two different studios one in great falls and one down in amsterdam montana mm-hmm. um and we really liked working with with the guys who did it and but it, it just like you have to cram so much into a little time and right one of us always would like come down with a cold, you know, the day before we're recording for two days in a row or whatever. And it just felt like we always had to like kind of, kind of cram everything in. So this last album we did um, courses, we did record everything at home and it was really nice to just be able to take our time. Mm -hmm. And sometimes we had to be done. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know if you know this, but like you can, you can always keep doing it again and again and again. And we've kind of come to the point where we've learned you just have to cut yourself off sometimes yeah. and then you come yeah. back to it and listen later. And it's like, Oh yeah, that was yeah. all right. Yeah. I like the, I like the, I've come to really like, like the three take rule. Like, okay, we're going to work on this song. We're going to do three takes of it. And then we're going to walk away from it, whether the takes were great or not, you know, we're going to walk away from it. And then if we need to do three takes again later, we can do that. But, but let's just kind of give ourselves that sort of structure as both as like an out of being yeah. like, okay, this is all I have to get done right now. And also as a means of being like, okay, this creates a manageable workload. We can actually do that. You know, I don't know. My favorite records, my favorite records have always been the ones where it sounded like they managed to like trap something magical. Oh, the energy. Yeah. 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 Right. They, they feel alive. They don't necessarily feel, I mean, there are definitely some super polished recordings that are, it's it's remarkably apparent that they've been uh, arranged and engineered to the to the point of perfection and like and that whole thing and like I I love that sound sometimes but the stuff that really has always moved me has been the really raw alive sounding stuff where it's like oh man it's a good thing they had it's a good thing they had tape rolling on that you know what right I mean? and and so kind of shooting for that sort of feeling has always sort of been the model you know yeah but again like jane was saying it's really easy to just drive yourself insane trying to manufacture that by doing yeah and sometimes you'll net if you don't set a deadline for yourself or like you say that three 
recordings rule or whatever, then you could spend a hundred tries and never be satisfied. And then it just never gets done. And it's, um, yeah, I seen that you guys, that horse is one you just sent it out to some other people to help with other mixing and mastering stuff. You guys probably do some in home too, or. That's something we worked really hard at trying to do and just realized that that is a completely different skill set than mm-hmm. writing songs and, and making them because recording in itself is just, it's a different, it is not the same as playing live. You'd think that if you play live a bunch, you can just walk in and do it and it works, but it's like, no, there's a bunch of different behind the scenes elements to that. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. So we actually got, we're really pleased to know a guy named Dave Martins who is in Haver and he's part of making Haver into a super vibrant music scene too. Um, nice. But he had us up to talk he, he runs KNMC, the, um, the college radio up there. And mm-hmm. he had had us up to talk and he ended up giving us two albums. One was Caroline Keys. Um, the other was Isaac Opatz. They're both from, um, they're both Missoula artists. Mm-hmm. Super okay. good. Um, but the Caroline Keys album, we're driving home from Haver, which is like an hour and a half drive from, from us. And it was dark out, I think even winter time. It was so awesome. it's super dark. Mm. We put in this album and we're both just like, whoa yeah like suddenly you're transported or like you're it, just this is a big really vibe. cool big vibe. yeah great yeah. vibe and so nice um, we were like who who did this album so we looked it up emailed the the guy and and we were like would you be interested in working with us and he's like yeah sure what yes <laughs> nice so yeah it was really cool so he ended up that's adam selzer he did the mixing um he's in portland uh and then a guy that i actually was introduced to as an 18 year old musician i have this uncle who took me to la to record for five days it was an amazing experience nice um, and so yeah this this guy's work his, his name is marty rifkin he's worked with like bruce springsteen and jewel and some huge names um That's he's rad. just a, yeah he's a great guy and so yeah. same thing we're just like hey can we afford you <laughs> can we can we actually like <laughs> right and he, yeah great to work with and i feel like that's one thing we've it took us a while to learn too, is like, just ask, yeah. reach out, listen for what you like, ask. And the worst thing someone's going to say to you is no, or ignore you, which yeah. kind of sucks sometimes. <laughs> yeah. It's like you but say it, though, it's kind of that, it's kind of part of the game. Right. Like the whole like, Oh yeah, you win some, you lose them or yeah. every 10 places you try to book at, you know, then one comes through, right. Yeah. Or whatever. Sure. And somehow it's always the right one, one way or another, right? Like that's, mm-hmm. that's part of it too, is the things that don't work out, there must be a reason. And it's, sometimes it's hard not to take that personally, but I think that the truth is some people just, just might be too busy or you oh, know, they didn't sure. to even listen or you, I try not to take it too personally anymore because yeah. you just don't know. But I think sure. it all comes with time, you know, just like the longer you do it, the more you understand for because i felt the same way when you're just first starting out it's like oh the rejection so harsh and it's it might be not even intended you just think it was a rejection it's like oh i didn't see your message (laughs) right exactly say you're like i'm sharing my soul with you will you accept my soul right yeah (laughs) they're like yeah you're the you're the you're the 30th person today (laughs) yeah Yeah, for sure and that is the reality of it you know what I mean? And it's like, and, and no, you're like, no offense intended, but you are, you're the 30th person today. And, and that's, so, you know, so just, just like, yeah, 
I think that's been huge is like learning how to properly weight things, right? And keep things right sized with regard to that stuff. That's that's big. That's big stuff. That's grown up stuff. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, you say being so, a professional, it is yeah. really a, a key thing in like just how you conduct yourself and mm-hmm. Oh, you have a website which is professional. <laughs> Jamie. Thank you. Jamie. That's, that's Jamie. Well, I have a cousin who uh, we have to adjust our camera Sorry, a little, that... little while. Oh yeah. yeah, no, it's fine. Yeah, I I do maintain the website and I have I've had outside help, which has been huge. Um, and honestly, Squarespace is pretty easy to manage. That's who we go through. And I've been very pleased nice. with how, yeah, how really truly manageable it is. It's not not hard to change things. It's not hard to kind of like see what it will look like when I when it goes live and stuff. And I've been really grateful for that, for the input we had with, um, yeah, people who gave advice on that. It's been mm. kind of fun. Yeah, I'll definitely not- put uh, your links below because it helps. Just the website, when you can just punch in one website and find you yeah. guys, and then it links to everywhere else. Yeah, thank you. We will. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Um, yeah, there's definitely some more I was going to talk to you about. I just kind of had a, like, a brain fart or something for a second. <laughs> um, that happens to me all the time. Yeah, for sure. It was about, I was going to ask you guys, oh, about your music. So you record it and you guys release it yourselves. Right. Yes. We have gone through CD Baby, which is a, um, it's like a DIY site, but then they take care of like royalties and different things. And yeah, honestly, CD Baby I'm not, is rad. Yes. They've, and actually one of, one of the reasons that I think we'll probably stick with them forever. We went to one of their conferences. Mm. It actually was just our excuse to go visit my sister in Spain because <laughs> oh, they happened to Spain. hold a conference. I know, right? Yeah. You guys want to play was, music in other countries too? Oh that'd yeah, that'd be awesome. Yes, yeah. absolutely. Yes, we couldn't this... we couldn't afford to bring uh, bring instruments <laughs> with us mm-hmm. that time, yeah. but uh, but but yeah, no, I would love was... to love to get over to Europe and play. Yeah, but the personnel or, you know, from Canada. Baby were just they were so. <laughs> <laughs> hey, it's no. uh, you know Inter- international, international, you know, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's just like a stone's throw away. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, let's do it. Let's do it. We're like literally 120 miles from the border, <laughs> if that. Play the Moose Jaw Country Club. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, I'd, I'd do it. it. I'd do it. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. But yeah, so we've we've really been um again, we like running it, running being independent, Kim. There's so many different options, and here's our dog clicking around. Nice. Um, so it's nice to have those like sort of outlets like CD Baby that streamline a lot of it because even just trying to figure out which, you know, which internet accounts do we keep? Reverb Nation and mm-hmm. SoundCloud and CD Baby. And, you know, it's like managing all that can just be really overwhelming. So I've given up on a lot of it and just let CD Baby handle um, some of it. And that we don't have all the different, like we don't have all the different platforms you can be on, you know, cause it's just, so much maintenance oh for sure yeah it's trying to simplify it and make it easy which like things like the website really help with that it's like you don't have to find me on all this different stuff but you guys have sweet videos on youtube as well thank you that's again like youtube is the tiny desk one (laughs) with you lit it on fire yeah 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 Yeah, that was sweet that song that song is actually about great falls that fire oh nice yeah yeah um, yeah. But yeah, it's kind of, it's funny, like 
all the different things we've tried to get the attention of people like Bob Boylan, the tiny desk guy, you know, like we're lighting this on fire. Please notice us. Mm-hmm. And now we just kind of, it's all tongue in cheek now. And we're like, Oh, we made another losing tiny desk. Video. I know. Yeah. <laughs> right. Cause it's just, you might as well try, but again, not take it too seriously, but thank you. We, we really yeah. have fun making videos and we've, yeah, that's, yeah. that's been a fun skill set to sort of explore and, and like get better at, you know, and, and learn about f-stops and isos and lenses Mm -hmm. and um lighting and color grading and all that stuff i've really really enjoyed learning about videography and and um how to edit that stuff and and the interesting thing though is we we have all these what i what we think are great ideas for music videos so what you don't see is how many hours and failed tries we have Mm. You know, like we have so many hours of footage on our computer that like we tried really hard but the wind was blowing the whole time or one of us forgot to push record on either the audio or the you know just stupid things that like someday we'll make a video that well yeah because it's like all that could be used one day when it's like oh yeah it's came to this point that this documentary is being made about you know all this time (laughs) so how long have you guys been doing it as the lucky valentines we met playing music. So kind of literally from the minute we met, the first time we hung out, we started playing music together. But well, we, we really nice. started like trying to, I guess for a while we thought we might be okay with just having it be like our um, hobby. But about six years ago, we were like, no, honestly, this is our, this is what we want to do with our life. This is how we want to make our living and, and what we want to do. So I'd say that we really started being um, serious about it yeah. like six years ago. Yeah. And approaching it as a small business. Yeah, yeah for sure. Yeah. Um, so yeah. 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 Six, six years. Six yeah. years. Nice. But before that, we've, I mean, we started writing songs like, I don't know, a day after we started yeah. hanging out. And so that's been kind of cool. We've definitely grown and changed and learned a lot. And there's so much more yet to learn. Yeah, so how is it being a couple and raising a family and making music together? And like, because I'm sure you probably have to bounce ideas off of each other. Like, no, this is a good idea, or this is bad, or this is how we should do it. So let's see here. Um, We write separately Mm -hmm. most of the time. Like, I'll come home from, like, I work a day job. Mm-hmm. and uh and and jamie works a day job too um like not full-time. not not full-time we both well neither one of us work full-time yeah, we, we both work at the same restaurant actually mm-hmm. um and uh we just work separate shifts sort of things nice. and so and then jamie jamie homeschools the kids as well and so nice. but what will happen is I've i'll come homeschooling home my kids nice. nice yeah that's it's a wonderful thing it's really a wonderful thing for sure uh, I saw you had an eight-year-old son. Do you have more than the son? Uh, my daughter, Journey. She's going to be five in December. Yeah. Awesome. Cool. Yeah, you have four kids? We have four yeah. kids, yeah. That's a lot they're... of energy. Uh, it's, <laughs> it's so much it's energy. so much energy. <laughs> they have all my energy. I don't have mine anymore. Yeah. <laughs> right, yeah, for sure. Yeah. James, yeah. can you stop, please? It's, uh, so, so yeah. Um, I'll come home and Jamie will have, like, a big chunk of a song fleshed out and she'll, she'll play it. Like last night she came on she's like, you want to hear a new song that I'm working on? 
it's like yeah i want to hear a new song that's worked on it and 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 sometimes we'll give each other notes sometimes we won't um and sometimes she'll play something for me and i'll be like that's that's awesome the way that it is and other times uh, the majority of the time what winds up happening is if somebody one of us sits down to start playing a song for the other one the other one just kind of automatically picks up an instrument and starts playing with you know and and trying to carve out that pocket where when live performance comes around that'll be the spot you know in the arrangement we're just basically learning that way um, and usually i think we're both i don't know if we had to learn this like but we both kind of withhold notes until we can tell the other person is comfortable with the song like you know how when you first start do you, you write songs yes right yeah so like you sing it a couple times and you're just it, it doesn't quite fall into place yet and we try not to like give each other too much input until we've gotten comfortable with it right and then i definitely times where i'm like when you first sang that for me you did this with your voice and you should keep doing that or like mm. like what if you tried such and such um but but balancing it all like there's i'd say there's times where music is the glue mm. And times where we have to really be intentional about making time for music because it's easy to push it aside because the children's needs are so loud. Mm -hmm. um, but we both get really like not okay if we're not playing. Mm -hmm. And yeah, music is a great outlet for all that energy and thoughts. Yes. Yeah. And it's we both. It's kind of cool. Like we. It's almost like some people are are singers but not performers some mm. are writers but not singers and we both have kind of like almost the exact same thing like we really really get fed from performance mm -hmm. we both love writing and we need to make music and it like if we hate each other for you know in the way couples sometimes do we play music and then it's yeah, like relationships ah, okay that's and good life. again yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah for sure yeah and it i guess you know the music is uh it is a magical thing. It's for sure. Yeah. And relationships and family and to see you guys pulling it off. I'm super stoked. And the music, man, dude, it's super great music. So I guess, you know, you've been doing this independently and stuff. Just out of curiosity, are you guys, what are your thoughts on, you know, uh, like investors, if they're like, yeah, we love your music and we want to invest in you and, here's a record deal. We want to put you out on the road. And this is, you know, you know how it is. Yeah. I mean, we've definitely thought about that and wondered sure. if it's wondered if this is the time in our life where we should be almost seeking that out because having either like a label or an investor or something bigger behind us that has a more of a reach than we do. Hmm. Um, but we both know ourselves well enough that it would just need to be the right deal. Like it yeah. would, we would need to understand what that meant to that investor or that label or whoever and what it, what it would look like. Um, yeah. that's, I think that's the main thing is like, as it stands, the way we've been able to move so, thus far, we've been able to do it in a way that works for us and works for our family. And those are the things that, that those are the things that are important, you know, yeah. um, like I've, I've been a poor musician for several years now. <laughs> right. You know, and it, and it hasn't killed me. Um, yeah. So, you can live so, with it, you know? And, right. So, yeah. so if and someone's going to just rather live with that. 
Right. Yeah. Well, that's the thing. If somebody's going to offer me to be like a financially solvent musician, but but all of the stuff of my life is going to have to go in the crap, you know, to 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 get that, then it's like it's not worth it. And me. that does happen. For sure. For sure. Yeah. And or you just, you know, people get too busy and caught up in go go yeah. go that you know. I, I'm not interested in looking back on my life at 68 or 70 years old and like wondering where my kids are, you know what mm. I mean? Or, or like uh, wondering what would have happened if things hadn't have fallen apart with my wife. Like I'm not interested in that life. I, I want to look back on my life and, and be close to my family, you know? Well, and, that's good because some people just want to run away from it. Yeah. No, yeah. No. You know, and <laughs> And they're like, I don't care. I'll go live my life. I'm, you know. Yeah. That's again, I feel like it's kind of good that we're both musicians because if he was doing this on his own, I would, I definitely would resent him. You know, like the late, <laughs> the late night. You'd be wondering, like, who's out there watching? Yeah, exactly. How are the fans tonight, Sean? <laughs> right, yeah. But, but doing it together, like, it actually is something that builds our relationship. And, um, and we just both, like we both get it so it but i mean yeah with with the kids as they get older it's kind of nice because they're just more uh well we hope they join our band that's our real goal but they're none of oh, them yeah, are like sure yeah they're not quite there yet but so do you guys it's just mainly you two as the the duo or do you play with like a drummer or ever or i'd, I'd say we're the core like yeah. like lucky valentine's is us and then right. they're there are like extraneous uh, kind of ex not extraneous, but like extended Valentines. Yeah. Right. Yeah. You know? That makes uh, sense. Like uh, certain we, performances and whatnot. Right. Yeah. We've got we got a buddy uh, who I actually kind of cut my teeth with as a musician who um, who who will play with us um, often. We've got a gig with him next week. Actually, yeah. named, named Grant Stebbins, who's a great Falls guy. He's nice. Um, he's a really wonderful guy. And then we've got a local guy here who. Uh, drums who we've played some shows with uh, there was another guy from Missoula who came through named Zach yeah. Meyer he played on the record it's it's harder like Fort Benton is little and mm -hmm. it's hard to find like there's people who have been great to play with and and we've made it work and then there's been people who we kind of want to play with but it's just hard to find the time sometimes right. like it's nice it's when it's us you know, we can stay up till midnight and play and not get in anybody's way. But mm -hmm. to actually make band practices happen mm -hmm. has sometimes been the challenge. And other times it's just that we, we don't have the right um, personnel or the people that we're playing with have like another job that's their real job. <laughs> but ideally, right. honestly, we would love to have a touring band and do that for, I don't know, years, a summer, I don't know, any, any uh, amount yeah. of time. We would love I can that. definitely see it happening. Yeah. And yeah, hopefully that's one of my intentions with this podcast is other than me to just connect with people and, you know, um, sort of cross promote and stuff like that is to branch everybody with each other. Mm -hmm. So hopefully I can communicate with people throughout the nation and then they we all like discover each other and, you know, for the do it yourself booking tours and you're like well i see that these people put on these types of shows in this area so you know because um, i imagine it's probably you guys doing that as well 
doing the book definitely there, sure. there have been tons of times where i'm like hey these musicians are similar to us where have they played mm-hmm. look it up touch with those places you know like and sometimes it's worked out sometimes not but definitely like kind of and and like you like you're saying and and doing the connecting thing i think it took us a while to kind of realize how much we needed other musicians whether or not they were ever going to play our kind of music mm-hmm. or whether we'd you know get anything out of it just connecting with other musicians in montana and supporting each other how whatever that looks like whether it's sharing when they've come up with a new project or um you know going to their shows whatever just trying to be the kind of be the kind of people that we want people to be for us sort of like yeah yeah true it's the golden rule right? right yeah well and that, and and the the other thing that's been kind of cool too is like uh in 2018 i think it was 2018 2019 we got introduced to the concept of house shows mm-hmm. um we got booked for a really really wonderful house show um yeah. uh and and then we did we decided that we would start trying we started booking house shows as nice. well for ourselves with with other people you know kind of seeking that out with with others but then also finding finding acts that we're really really stoked about Mm-hmm. who are at, at, at an approachable level and like um, inviting them to come play here in Fort Benton and then kind of crossbreeding that with the skill set that we've had to develop with, uh, with um, trying to build a presence on YouTube and that whole thing. Mm-hmm. And so what we've actually started doing is we just finally uh, got one where I had the full package put together uh, for um, a, a guy from Missoula named Jackson Holty out. He's a great songwriter. He's really good. He's really, really very good. He came out and he played a show, and I was able to have him play a full set, offer him uh, a multi-track recording of the set, so stems oh, nice. for all the separate instruments, all the separate channels, stems for that, alongside an eight, like like a video package. I was able to shoot the whole show. Oh, and wow. so, like that that's that's a way that we're trying to engage with the community like you're trying to build as well where it's like we can't afford to pay you 500 bucks to come play here but we can pass the hat and offer you this like material that will be high quality you know high definition video and and like 44.1 you know megahertz uh high quality audio that you're able to you're able to engineer and and put together a nice post-production package for promotional material. And then it works on Sean's skill sets that he's developing too, with the sound engineering and the, and the videography too, which are. I actually did that when I went to Brooklyn as well. I took all the equipment with me and. Oh, nice. Recorded and shot the show in Brooklyn. I fit it all into a guitar bag. It was awesome. (laughs) Is that out on the internet or is it just still on your hard drive? Not yet. It will be, but. Yeah. I just, um, I just, got i i'm still in the process of handling a lot of the editing i just finished the color grading on it so well geez you guys sound like a whole batch of tricks like you got <laughs> you, know, you honestly, have a lot of skills and we're trying to because we like in i think when you live in like a college town you meet college students who are working on these skills but for mm-hmm. us we've like we kind of waited around to like hopefully meet people who and then finally we're like you know what if we want to make good videos and if we want to record good audio, good audio, we just need to start doing it. Mm-hmm. And so mm-hmm. it's a little bit of an investment. And Sean is like, that's something he gets very excited about. So spending money on gear and then learning <laughs> how to use the gear, Another, which is a yeah. huge deal. Um, 
But yeah, I mean, that's kind of what we want to be because we really love living in this small town, but it can be very dry in terms of artistic um, community. So we want to be, we want to be able to be like, hey, that we can do this and this and this for you. We will make it worth you coming here. Please come. Mm-hmm. And and we have a our community, like our listening community is actually amazing here. We have really a really good, good, like strong core group of people who show up and give as much as they can and just love love that connection that these house shows bring um and any music that comes really there's like a really good reception receptive audience for it but yeah in terms of like being a full package deal we're trying to kind of just be do our best to make our home the kind of vibrancy that we want it to be you know like because we well you we, definitely i like this slogan it says uh making sad things beautiful since 2009 <laughs> thank you <laughs> yeah, yeah it really is true because i'm just like dude it has a really good feeling you guys' music hmm. and the sound of it is oh i will definitely be listening to it a lot <laughs> thank you i like listening to music like like your guys's music anyways but it's always nice to listen to people that I know or have a connection with. So, I mean, thank you for actually reaching out to me and because I've had a quite a bit of like hip hop artists on here so far Mm -hmm. and I'm trying to tap more into the singer songwriter realm and then get into bands and yeah, yeah, I was stoked you reached out because it's it's pretty new right now. This is like the 20th one I've done or something like that. But you've done like 20 in like a month, which is... Well, I, you know, uh, there's a lot of independent artists out there that yeah. need it's awesome. more like promotion it's... and uh, connection, especially I think in Montana, there's, uh, there's a beautiful music scene here that I think that the world still needs to hear a lot of the music that comes out of Montana. Yeah. Absolutely agreed. And having met, like, having met more and more musicians here, you're so right. And I think sometimes even, like, even a couple of years ago, I still thought that there wasn't much going on in Montana. But as soon as you start actually connecting and listening, like, there's really great art being made here in lots of different capacities, too. Like, we've gotten to kind of connect with some different filmmakers. I mean, there's just so much happening here right now. And I think mm-hmm. it's going to be really cool to kind of see even more of that in the, in the coming years. Cause I don't know if it's new or if I'm just noticing it or if the internet's making it easier to, to really, you know, for people to actually show what they're doing. Mm-hmm. Um, but it feels like a pretty sweet, sweet time right now for Montana art. Yeah. I'm glad we're able to do this. So you guys have, new projects you're always working on new material then we um honestly so with the independent release thing there was a little bit of like a ugh, when horses was we, we did it a single at a time online like we have a mm-hmm. a physical album of the whole the whole thing the way we wanted it to be you know in order and everything mm-hmm. but we thought that for internet um for the way that things work it'd be best to do it single by single online mm-hmm. and at the end of that there was sort of like a just it just felt kind of like a bummer like Mm. it didn't it didn't explode online you know we didn't get to go on tour because of covid um 
it felt like a little bit of a bummer to I don't I don't know what I'm trying to say except it didn't it hasn't made itself back yet right monetarily right. but that being said yeah there's we already have like two full two full albums worth of songs that haven't been recorded and I think oh okay cool yeah like we just we just write all the time and um not all the time we go through total phases sometimes we don't write for months but we have a lot of songs and some of them um some of them are like for me anyways are some of the most personal songs i've written Mm -hmm. and so i've kind of had this idea brewing and i think that next year we'll we'll go for it and it's um either an album or an ep and i have the name for it it's not a song but it's just the name of the album will be losses so it's like maybe maybe sadder songs but more like yeah just kind of like more of because i often write from other people's perspective it's it's way easier for me to like get into someone else's head Mm and then write that way but writing my own feelings can sometimes feel kind of um maybe just more scary or less um it's harder to find the actual words that i really mean mm-hmm. i have a few songs that have that have actually come out and i'm like man this is this is like me and so yeah that's kind of the next album project but we've had this other project that we've been brewing on for years and it's like a time traveling jukebox couple (laughs) what i love the sound of that (laughs) we really do too yeah but this is what we're working on what is the idea (laughs) (laughs) so it actually started because when we recorded that that first album with this with our friend cj blessing i was pregnant at the time like big pregnant and Mm -hmm. We didn't know what kind of baby we were having. So the joke was that it was either going to be named Sharona or Floyd. So there's this oh, nice. just big thing about Sharona and Floyd and their love story and whatever. And so since then, and like with different songs we've written that are kind of story songs or just like feeling songs, we're like, that needs to go in the Sharona and Floyd story. So I'm not sure. We just can't quite figure out what it looks like. Yeah. Like, huh. Is it a, is it a movie with songs? Because he hates musicals. Or is it like songs right. that tie together? Is it, you know, I don't know. Yeah. There's there's lots of different ideas floating around, but sounds like a cool idea. It sounds like a really like far out idea. It's like yeah, yeah. It's far, far out and kind of <laughs> yeah. half baked at present. But yeah. I think yeah, it I, sounds fun. Yeah, kind of, which is yeah. cool. Like you say, when you're like uh, different types of songs, some songs are like fun or like you say sad. Make it sad and make it you know, sound beautiful and happy and and connective. Like we like connection. So like the idea of these people who like meet in different ways in different time frames of their life or like yeah. We're we're just we're still storyboarding it out, figuring out how it's gonna actually look. But yeah. There will be nice. projects. Gotta find a jukebox. Yeah. A time yeah. machine jukebox. Yes. Is that the thing? Yeah. Is it like the jukebox is a time machine? Yeah. That's exactly right. That's so, a, it sounds like a cool like Bill and Ted movie or something. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, but that's mixed with like, uh, I don't know. It just sounds, you know, there might, it, it sounds like something really cool. That's uh, well, I all I can be, say. I'm like, man, I'm looking forward I, I to that too. Yeah. Well, the idea kind of, I feel like it's kind of rooted in that idea like just music. Music is transformative like that. Like a song comes on and you have stuff attached to that song. 
right? Like songs mm-hmm. from your past, you have stuff attached to them. And that song can come on, it can be in the supermarket. And that mm-hmm. song comes on and and if the circumstances are right, like you sort of disappear in the supermarket, supermarket for a second, you're someplace else. Mm. You know what I mean? And so it's kind of like that idea, like that there are these specific songs that take someone somewhere, but like maybe interpreted a little bit more literally. Mm-hmm. Um, but cool. again, it's 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 more this idea like the jukebox is a time machine and there are these two people and these two people's relationship is central to the story and the jukebox being a time machine is central to the story. But the rest of the components and sort of like like machinery of the story is totally like there's nothing right now. It's like it's like there's, well, there's, just, well, there's so yeah. many things that there's nothing, if that makes right. sense. Like, um, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Well, it's, I'm I will stay tuned. Stay tuned. <laughs> yeah. Stay tuned. Because, we should uh, uh, we should make just a little weird teaser sort of thing that 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 like 15 years from now when it finally culminates it just turns into this weird culture thing where if you've been paying attention <laughs> to us people keep wondering what the hell the jukebox thing is and finally someday it pays off that'd be great i will well, say yeah what's up? i was gonna, you asked about you asked about how it is being a couple and and creating and i think that um musically we've been music is like a a very natural language for both of us so we've been able to share our um our vision pretty easily but we've noticed that when it comes to like visual art such as filming we'll talk about it and we're like yeah yeah and we think we're on the same page and then the one person shows the other person and you're like oh i did Mm. not see that the way you were seeing it so it's kind of fun and like more challenging to learn to speak in an, in a language that neither of us are particularly fluent in. Right. And that is, um, yeah, not a strength for either of us. So it it's takes, cool that it you're takes... doing it though, like together oh. as a team and that's pretty awesome. Yeah. And it's fun. Cause we have different, like, yeah, everybody takes different kinds of pictures, different kinds of videos. So it's like you get to see from a different perspective in a, in a cool way. Yeah. But when well, you always, it, that's the cool thing about it is as long as you, you know, if you didn't have a big team or a big production behind it, it's you got each other mm-hmm. and you got your skills and your dream or your passion for creating the art. And just like, I think that's just what it all spawns from is just that love for what you do. And yeah. I, I, that's, yeah, that, I think that's the thing. Uh, <laughs> And you don't do it just for, right? You know, I think you're doing it for the right reasons. You're making music from the soul or something, you know. Right. And it's got a very soulful vibe to it. That's. I think that that's yeah. That's what I was gonna kind of say was like, um, yeah. It's 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 a it's sort of an integrated piece of both of us. Like like and. I think that we've both experimented with denying that a little bit and mm-hmm. it feels much more natural to embrace it. Um, the creation of art is something that I believe to be very, very like old and uh, music in particular. Uh, I think that it's a really potent means for telling our stories. And I think that like, I think it's a really important piece of being a human being 
And so, uh, and this is just the way that, that we happen to do it. I think everybody does it. I think everybody tells stories, whether it's just to themselves or to the people around them. Like we all tell stories. This is just happens to be the way that we do it. And, and, uh, and, and it's sort of nice being at a place where I'm kind of past the point of caring when it comes down to like the idea of being rich or famous or, or whatever. Like I, 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 Mm -hmm. if, if, if nothing ever goes anywhere, like I'm not quitting, I'll be writing songs until my hands don't work. And then yeah, I'll probably still, your songs will, songs. yeah, for sure. And, but, and your songs will last forever too, which that's is the hope. one of the, yeah, for sure. And that's one of the, you know, the coolest things about it. And you share it with people, you know, not everybody does record it and share it with the world. And that, you know, so thank you for sharing your music because I love listening to it. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, and um, yeah, I don't know. Is there anything else we should touch on before we jet? It's been a rad conversation. Yeah, uh, it's been really fun it's been talking, nice to, talking you. to you. Yeah, for sure. I'm glad to meet virtually. Yeah. Be cool <laughs> yeah, when, yeah. Uh, when we can get back on the road and traveling and cross paths in real life. Yeah, um, yeah. Um, I would I would love to connect to anything that you've been creating and give a listen to what you've been doing as well because I don't imagine that the the musical gear behind you is just props. <laughs> um, yeah. I'm pretty sure you play those things. Um, so I would I would love to. I'm I'm a total junkie for um, I'm a total junkie for music, new music, new artists, and I really love like you. I love connecting with with people who I actually can like meet. You know what I mean? And yeah, for sure. So um, if there's a, you know, when we're done with this, if yeah. we can get that stuff. And then. Um, yeah, for sure. Yeah. And someday we'll come someday soon. Maybe we get to, we'll be able to make it to Helena and we can meet up or something. It'd be cool. Yeah, for sound. sure. Definitely. Have you guys played out in Helena? A little bit. Yeah. We've, yeah. We've played there's it. definitely some rad joints. I'm like, yeah, they definitely love you out here. I'm sure they have loved you. <laughs> Yeah, we've always we've always really enjoyed playing in Helena. It's a good community. Yeah. Yeah, I guess my uh, my final thought is keep creating. You and all who watch this make good make beautiful stuff. Yeah. Whether it's music or visual art or oh, oh the camera. Oh, right. We're yeah. good. <laughs> right as the visuals. Oh, yeah. no, I've been, That's, I've what been, a coincidence. Get up and push the button. And I'm like, no, I got time. It'll be all right. But no, I should have gotten up. Yeah. oh yeah well sweet i guess that that's our sign from the yeah. universe yeah. or something that's like you know well awesome it's been an awesome chat i'm definitely going to i'm gonna get on making playlists and i'll share you guys some more and i look forward to connecting more i'll stay tuned online and i'm sure we'll do this again in the future sometime all right yeah. let's do it well thank you very much you guys have a great night and it was good to meet Jamie and Sean, right? Yep. Yes. All right. The lucky Valentine. And Django. Yeah. Well, good to meet your dog, too. Yeah. yeah. (laughs) All right. Well, thank you very much. Have a good night. Thank you. Bye.